you spend time reading the Bible, listening, you're spending time with Jesus himself because he is the word. Learning to Hear God's Voice, Part 3. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television, or those of you joining us at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor. Three sons left home. And they went out on their own and became very successful. And getting back together, they discussed the gifts that they sent to their elderly mom for Christmas. The first son said, well, I built a big house for mom. The second son said, I sent her a Mercedes Benz. The third son smiled and said, I got you both beat. You know how mom enjoys reading the Bible? Well, now that her eyes aren't very good and she can't read anymore, well, I sent her a parrot that can recite the entire Bible. Soon thereafter, the elderly mom contacted her three sons saying, Milton, the house you built me is way too big. Gerald, the car you sent me is way too fancy. But Donald, my dearest Donald, Yours was the best Christmas gift of all. The chicken you sent me was delicious. (laughs) Appreciate it, Julian. Well, we've been sharing this little mini-series entitled Learning to hear God's voice. And we've been sharing a scripture in the Gospel of John. We've been sharing a scripture over in the Gospel of John. I wanted to read this one, then we may read the one in John as well. But I like this one in Psalms 32, 8. It says, I, the Lord, will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon thee. I love that. I love that. So we're talking about learning to hear God's voice. This is part three, learning to hear God's voice. As we can see, this is just a theme that runs throughout the Bible. Over in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, I won't take the time to read back through that, but verse 27 talks about, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So we see and find out, that hearing God's voice is a wonderful privilege. Wonderful privilege is a wonderful joy that we have to hear his voice. We've begun talking about some of the ways that God speaks to us. God speaks to us in a variety of ways. He can speak to you through an angel because angels are messengers. And so he can send an angel in physical form or spiritual form and speak through an angel Remember, I told you my mother was at church one Sunday and a gentleman said to her, he said, what are you doing in the church? My mother said she turned around and that man had disappeared. But that one question made her start serving in the church. So she believes that was an angel. So God can speak to you through an angel. 
He can speak to you through a donkey. If you recall, he spoke to Balaam and Balak through a donkey there. (laughs) In other words, God is saying, all of heaven and all of earth are at my disposal, and I can use anything I want to speak to you. So God can get a message to us in so many different various ways. God can speak to you through a child. I recall my mother said that when I was probably two, three years old, that my father, they were in a heated exchange and my father was doing all the talking. And so he was jumping on my mother. And I stood, this is according to my mother. She said, my mother said, I stood right between both of them. And I looked at my father and pointed at him. And I said, you go back to your room and you say these same things to yourself. (laughs) My dad bowed his head and he went back to his room. (laughs) Man, my mom grabbed me. You talking about a tight hug? So God spoke through me just as a little child, at least as far as my mother was concerned. That was definitely God. (laughs) So God can speak through a child. I remember also, once again, I don't recall it, but the story was told to me. My mother said, once again, I was two or three, and she was reading a book. And this book she was reading was not traditional Christianity. She was on a spiritual journey, so she was trying to find God, and so she was on a spiritual journey, so she was reading different material, but this particular book was kind of a strange book. My mother said that I was two or three years old, and I was in her lap, and she said I swung around, and I slapped her in the eye and slapped that book out of her hand. And my mother said she started to tear me up, But then she realized that was God saying, you don't need to be reading that book. It's not the right book for you to read. And so she knew that God was speaking through me. Man, God was really using me as a baby, wasn't (laughs) God's been using me a long time. (laughs) I just came in the world and God just started using me right away. Well, the Bible says, and a little child shall lead them. A little child shall lead them. So God can speak through a child. God can speak through a sermon. God can speak through a sermon at church. I remember a gentleman telling me that he had stopped tithing because, you know, times were tight and he could use that tithe money to pay some bills to live off of. So he had stopped tithing. He was a Christian. He knew the word. He knew what to do. But he said just because of the financial pressures and, you know, just trying to make ends meet, he stopped tithing to use that money to pay bills and to live off of. But he said he was in church one day and he said the pastor was speaking and the pastor said, he said, your tithe is a seed. And when you sow your seed produces a wonderful harvest. But if you don't tithe what you have done, you have eaten your seed. And there goes your harvest. You ate the seed instead of planted it. And so that man said he knew without a shadow of a doubt that was God speaking to him because he had just stopped tithing. So he can live off of that tithe. But he realized him doing that was eating the seed that would produce a harvest if he planted it. And so God can reach you in so many different ways. God can also speak to you through dreams. He can speak to you through visions. We see that quite a bit in scripture. 
Daniel saw visions. Daniel interpreted dreams. Joseph did a lot of dreaming. God was speaking to him. Of course, John the Revelator had a lot of visions. Peter had open visions. Paul had visions. And so God spoke through visions. He spoke through dreams. My mother had a dream. It was a very riveting dream. And she, even when I go to her house now, she recalls this dream. She said, in this dream, she says, God asked her one question. He said, what are you doing with the talents I have given you? And she says she was dreaming when that question came to her. And she says she tried to answer it in the dream. What talents? And when she said when she woke up, she knew that was God speaking to her, that she had some unfinished business. She had some talents she hasn't used. And as a result of that, she says she published three books. She began to use her gift of writing. She started writing her family story. She started writing her life story. She started writing the story for others. And so she published three books, all because God spoke to her in a dream and said, what are you doing with the talents I have given you? So there are many spectacular ways in which God can speak to you. Remember, I told you one time I was asking God about something and the answer showed up in my mailbox same day, direct answer to what I was praying about. So God spoke through that. So God can speak through so many different ways. I remember one time I was driving around Atlanta and I was just complaining and banging my steering wheel. I'll never forget it. I was complaining and banging my steering wheel. I was griping and complaining and banging my steering wheel. And all of a sudden my check engine light came on. My check engine light had never come on. And I knew instantly when I saw it, I knew what God was saying to me. He was saying, check the engine of your spirit. Check the engine of your heart. Check the engine of your attitude. And when I saw it and heard it, I said, Father, I see exactly what you're saying. And I started giving thanks. I said, Father, forgive me. And I started thanking him and praising him. My engine light went off, never came back on. Oh, man, God will speak through you through instrumentation on your car. God can use anything to speak to you. God can get a message to you. God can speak by many various ways. All of heaven, all of earth are at his disposal. God can use many things to speak to us in our lives. God can speak through circumstances. There are many different ways. However, I've been trying to highlight some of the primary ways that God speaks to us as New Testament, New Covenant believers. And so I want to share the primary ways God speaks through all of these ways and he can use any method he chooses. But there are some primary ways because all of these spectacular signs and events, those are not the norm. Those things happen here and there, but they are not the norm. They are not the norm. So I want to just share with you the norm, the normal way that God speaks to you. First of all, we talked about God speaks to you through his word. God speaks to you through his word. The Bible is God speaking to you. So you don't have to go run off looking for a word. You have 66 books of word from God. The Bible is God speaking to you. So you sit down with your Bible, sit down with a notepad and a pen You allow the word to speak to you. The Bible is God speaking to you. The Bible is Jesus. Jesus is the living word. The Bible is the written word. The written word reveals the living word. 
Jesus and the Bible are one. Jesus is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Bible says there are three that bear witness in heaven. God, the Holy Ghost, and the Word. So Jesus is the Word. Jesus is the Word. The Bible is the written Word. Jesus is the living Word. They're one and the same. And so when you spend time in the Bible, when you spend time reading the Bible, listening, you're spending time with Jesus himself because he is the Word. The written Word reveals the living Word. The written Word reveals the living Word. And so the number one way God speaks to us is through the scriptures, it's through the Bible. That's his word he has given us. He's given us his word. He's given us his word. And in the Bible, we find all the instructions we need for life. We find everything. We find out how to treat our neighbor. We find out how to treat our spouse, how to rear our kids. Everything is there, how to treat one another. The Bible is God speaking to us. And so we have his holy word And then the Holy Spirit will shine a light on the Bible, bring up things that you'd act on at the right time. So he shines a light on it. He enhances it. He brings it to the forefront. He's like a highlighter. He'll highlight the word to you. So that's the primary way that God speaks to us. That's every day through the scriptures. Every day through the scriptures. Every day is through the scriptures. The second way God speaks to us is actually through the Holy Spirit. Now, when the Holy Spirit speaking to you is normally internal. It's normally internal. Under the old covenant, most times it was external because they didn't have the Holy Spirit. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. And so God, many times he spoke as a booming voice from heaven or Moses saw a bush. Out of this bush came God speaking or God was speaking the thunder or the lightning. And you know, so all of these were external things. So normally God spoke from the outside in. But under the new covenant, God has now moved in on the inside of us. So God has moved off of Mount Sinai. He has moved out of the tent of the Holy of Holies. Under the old covenant, the presence of God was behind the curtain in the Holy of Holies. Well, when Jesus was crucified, that veil was rent. God came out of there and now God lives in our heart. God lives in our heart now. So God lives in our heart. And so now God speaks to you from where he is. He is on the inside of you. He is in your heart. And so that's where he speaks to you from. So you'll find one of the dominant ways that God speaks to you first through his word and now through the Holy Spirit, because the father and the son have come and made their abode with you. They live in your heart by way of the Holy Spirit. And so when God speaks to you now, it's coming from the inside of you. It's coming from your heart. The wisdom of the ages is about 10 inches below your nose. The wisdom of all eternity is about 10 inches from your nose. From your nose, it's right here in your heart. God speaks to you in your heart. God speaks to you in your heart. Let me just share a few scriptures just to show you where God lives now. Listen to this. First Corinthians three sixteen. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Listen to this. Second Corinthians six sixteen. For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. 
Verse 18, and I will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. I love that. So God is dwelling in us. God is dwelling in us. And so if he's dwelling in us, that's where he will speak. He will speak from where he is. He's in us and that's where he speaks. You know, the Holy Spirit is bringing the scripture to my mind right now. It says that you don't have to go to heaven or you don't have to go under the earth. The word is nigh thee. It's in your heart. It's in your mouth. It's the word of faith which we preach. So God's moved right here on the inside of us. God has moved right in here on the inside of us. God's living right here. And so the Holy Spirit is living. So that's where God will speak to you. So God, now I want you to get this. God is a spirit. You are a spirit. You're made in the image of God. You are a spirit. You live in a body. You possess a soul. You are a spirit. The real you, you are a spirit. This physical body is simply the house you live in. This is just the case we're traveling in. No, the real you is inside of you. You are a spirit. You are a spirit. That's why the Bible says, though the outward man is perishing, the inward man is renewed day by day. Your spirit is eternal. Your spirit never ages. Your spirit lives forever. Your spirit is the real you. When you die and step out of your body, honestly, that is the real you. That is who was inside of the body that you traveled in. The real you is on the inside of you. You are a spirit. God is a spirit and God contacts our spirit on the inside of us. So God contacts your spirit. God speaks to your spirit. This is what it's called. We call it our spirit or we call it the inward man or we call it the hidden man of the heart or you call it your heart. That's what it is. It's your heart. Your heart and spirit are synonymous. Heart and spirit are synonymous. So when the Bible refers to your heart, it's referring to your spirit. Your heart and your spirit are synonymous. Now look at the word heart, H-E-A-R-T. Right in the middle of the word heart is the word ear. Isn't that interesting? There's an ear right in the middle of your heart because that's where God speaks to you. That's where you are hearing. You hear him in your heart, in your inner man, in your inward man, in the hidden man of the heart. Also in the word heart is the word hear. You hear with your ear in your heart. Isn't that good? Man, God put it right there. He spelled it in the word heart for us clearly to see it. You have an ear in your heart for you to hear. You hear with the ear in your heart. All of that's right in your heart. And so the Holy Spirit lives on the inside. And so he contacts your spirit. The Holy Spirit contacts your spirit. And then your spirit will contact your mind. Your spirit will let you know. Your spirit will let your mind know (laughs) what God said. But that's how God primarily speaks to us. He speaks to us. On the inside of us, he speaks to us on the inside of us. He dwells in us. You know, what I have found that uh, when God speaks to you, it's almost like all of a sudden you know something. It's not an audible voice. It's almost like a it's almost like an intuition or you can say it's almost like the light comes on. It's almost like all of a sudden it's a knowing, you know, something all of a sudden, you know, something all of a sudden. Well, that is your spirit. 
So now you're contacting your spirit. So now you're filling your spirit. That's the real you. That's the real you on the inside of you. You know it on the inside. You know it on the inside. All of a sudden, you know it. I remember one day I was coming into my house. The moment I walked in the door, the word of the Lord came to me and he says, live healthy, live happy, live inspired, love more. And it came to me the moment I walked in the door and it was it rose up in me and it was already there. But I recognize it as the Holy Spirit. The moment I opened the door, I almost stopped because I was listening on the inside. He said, live happier, live healthier, live inspired, love more. I've had that happen on several occasions. It's almost like I go into slow motion, but I can hear it on the inside. One time I was leaving the house, same thing happened. I was right by my kitchen door. It rose up. God gave me a full word right on the inside. I saw it, heard it, saw it. But it was there. It's like a knowing. It's like the light turns on. That's your spirit. That's where God speaks to you. God will speak to you in your heart. He'll speak to you in your heart by the Holy Spirit because that's where he lives. That's where he lives. That's where he lives. Isn't that wonderful that he lives on the inside of us? Oh, man. He lives on the inside of us. Man, I'm so excited. Am I out of time already? Oh, man. Oh, my goodness, I'm out of time. I'm going to have to reel this in. We're going to have to pick up next time because this is good. I mean, man, when I started digging into this and studying this and seeing and understanding, I said, man, this is so good. This is so good. But we're talking about learning to hear God's voice, learning to hear God's voice. And uh, we'll continue next time. I'm going to I'm going to just I'm not dumb. I'm just going to make myself stop. But man, we're just having fun and we're just so great. Praise God. Amen. 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 Oh, man, I didn't get into all that I wanted to show you, but there are some interesting things here. We'll keep looking at it. We'll keep learning. But it's so wonderful. It is so wonderful to have the counselor living on the inside of you. Sometimes we forget God lives in us. Sometimes we forget that. He lives in us. The king lives on the inside of you. The king lives on the inside of you. It's always available to help. It's always available to lead us and guide us. So often we don't even give him the opportunity. We don't even ask him. We don't even pause. We don't even wait. He's there all the time, all along. You'd be surprised how many accidents can be avoided how much can be avoided and averted if we learn to listen to our spirit we learn to listen to our heart he's in there all the time so often we're so fast paced and we're in such a hurry we never take the time to be still be quiet and wait ask him and wait to hear from him God lives on the inside of us It's one of the greatest revelations man has yet to realize. God lives on the inside of you. Praise God. Amen. 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 Well, we'll worship a moment. We'll worship a moment and then we'll dismiss. Glory, I preach myself happy. Glory. <laughs> Won't you stand? Let's stand and just worship for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. It was God's plan all along. I'll live in them. God never intended to dwell in a tent. Never intended to dwell behind a curtain. God says, I'll live in them and I'll walk in them. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. I'm your father. You're my sons and daughters, saith the Lord God Almighty. Just worship for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. My sheep hear my voice. They know me and follow me. sight by circumstance they were led by their senses and under the new covenant we're led by the word we're led by the spirit and we're led by faith praise God amen praise God well let's pray Father, thank you so much. We just love you and rejoice in you and give you thanks. We honor you and bless you, Lord. Thank you for speaking to our hearts tonight. We love you so much. Thank you for just reminding us that you're in us, Lord, and you're talking to us all the time, leading us and guiding us. You never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. We love you so much. We just give you thanks. And in Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series.
absolutely free of charge, learning to hear God's voice. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part three of the series titled Learning to Hear God's Voice by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7964. That's 7964. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7964 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the Word.